Hello and welcome back to How to Win the Dating Game. Today we're going to talk about age and how old is your perfect partner. Hi, I'm Trudy Gilbert, known as Australia's Millionaire Matchmaker and also the director and founder of Elite Introductions, an exclusive dating agency for business owners and professionals. Well, the age of your partner is an interesting topic because I think people are quite fixed in their views on this. When you ask someone what they're looking for, they're very quick to tell you, oh, I'm 45 and I really want to meet someone who's 38 to 43. But is that the right age range? How did they come to this conclusion? Are they correct? Where does it place you in the dating pool to have this range? Well, today we're going to discuss all of this and give you some tips on how to choose the best age for your partner. And today I'm very pleased to have with me my close friend, esteemed work colleague and senior matchmaker at Elite Introductions, Lisa Hayes, who is also a qualified psychomatic psychotherapist. Welcome, Lisa. Well, thank you, Trudy. <laughs> so age, it's a tricky one. Lisa, you and I have been doing this for many, many years. We have. <laughs> and it's probably our very first question that we ask a client that we're yes. going to work with. Yes. What age range they're open yes. to. What are some of the thoughts and opinions and preferences that you think mm. are important that we should raise when we're starting this discussion today? Well, first of all, I've noticed that over the last 14 years of doing this, I think that dating apps have actually directed people into considering age range more of a important and confining criteria than before the dating apps. You know, when they're on these dating apps, they, they, they get a, an age range and they, they, they actually don't get uh, notifications from mm. people unless they are in that range. So it's, Well, that's it's, right. You've got to select when you go onto the app what age range you're open to so that it filters yeah, options for exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. So I think people are becoming more almost trained by this... Um, Filtering the, yeah, capacity this, 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 to this, be more yeah, discerning. So the process to accept that this is some kind of uh, credible way to choose a partner. Mm. To filter out options. Yeah, exactly. And what makes matters worse is that people lie on apps about their age. Yeah, people aren't really getting a good idea of what any age range actually represents. That's or, right. Or, because or is. So, for example, you get a match and you see a photo of a man who says he's 50. Mm. Well, chances are he's actually mm. 60. 90. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. He's yeah. fibbed about his age, yes. so um, it's no wonder that people are saying yes. to us, well, mm. I don't want anyone who's older than me or who's much older than me because they have a, they have a wrong mm. indicator. Mm. And it has become too much of a um, primary criteria, I think. Whereas, you know, in life when you meet someone in a, a spontaneous way, uh, you know, you don't know how old they are. Really, you're either attracted or you're not attracted. That's right. You engage in conversation yeah. and you, you determine whether or not they're interesting mm, or mm, socially um, mm, confident, mm, if you have an alignment of interests mm, or values, and mm, then you might ask someone mm, their age. How you feel when you're with them, how, how you experience yourself when you're around them. 
I think people definitely have an idea of, of what that number represents when they have their criteria. I think also that, you know, the, the, it's often based on nonsense. I mean, I've heard of people saying, I don't want to date someone uh, any older than a particular age because my father died early. I can remember hearing that as well. That one. Or I hear a lot, I don't want to date someone over a particular age because I'm very active. Well, so why wouldn't you think other people your age wouldn't be very active too? I mean, the exceptionalism. That's right. Or I don't want to date anyone over a certain age because my ex-boyfriend was that age and, you know, he wasn't right for me. So therefore, I'm, I'm going to draw an entire conclusion about an age range based on the experience that I've had with one person. person. And then eliminate an entire age bracket because that yeah. one person didn't match me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's a, we really take our time to walk people through the logic, the poor logic of that process, of mm. that step, so that they don't mm. cut themselves off from, off from opportunities. Well, exactly. I know what you want. You want someone active. You want someone attractive. You want someone who's vital. You want someone who's fun. You want someone who's outgoing. You want someone who's not stuck in their ways. That's you want it. someone who's flexible. Living life. Living life. That's great. I will introduce you to that person, but they might be two years older than your criteria. Is mm. that okay? Or do we not introduce you to that person because they're not a number? Mm. And in fact, some people would say, you know, I need to be honest and tell that person my age before they've actually met. And I mean, is it being honest if it actually misrepresents something in the other person's mind? You're not really conveying anything except for the number. But the other person that you're conveying the number to is making all these assumptions about you that may be wrong, mm. probably would be. Mm. So where's the honesty in that anyway? Mm. It's a fixation. And I think the I think the dating apps have actually caused it. Mm. When you're younger, um, you know, you're more uh, confined and you're expected to conform. And that's a big influence on who you choose as a partner. And then as you get older, you become more independent in your choices because your life experience is very unique to who you are. So that influences who you choose. Um, so the appropriateness in terms of age, the younger you are, well, you know, that's, that's, going, to be, that's going to be something that you're more sensitive about. Um, with the Macron, the, the, the Macron marriage, I think that there's different levels of expectation of connection and those two must really have it because it kind of overrides everything. Mm. I mean, if, you know, if your expectation is that you want to be with someone who's a nice guy or a, a kind woman and you have a family together and you work hard and you buy a house and you have friends and that's all lovely and it's what you want might be different from two very intellectually power-driven people who would find it very rare to find another person that they can share that with. So when they do connect, it's unbreakable. People are, yeah. are mistakenly mm, preoccupied mistakenly. with the number rather than what we try and educate people on to think of compatibility in other important areas, like, for example, a mental and emotional alignment. Mm. So being at the same 
emotional mm. maturity stage mm-hmm. having the same uh, you know energy or vitality levels mm-hmm. we have clients for example who'll say that they don't want to meet anyone who's older than them for the fear that that person might not have the same energy levels because they're worried that that person might not reflect the same commitment to learning and growing or exercise or Mm. discovery. Mm. So they feel that that's not in alignment. Mm. Uh, But when we assure them that we do have clients Mm. that are a little older but are at that same energy level, then they're Mm. comfortable and they're they're pleased to consider that person. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're not exceptions. They think they're exceptional for their age. That's why, you know what I mean? They don't want to go any older because they think they're exceptional for their age. But it depends who we're talking about too. You know, first marriages compared to second marriages, people might say, oh, that's that's a bit cynical, isn't it? The fact that you just say that as if that's just part of life. (laughs) But really, we're living a long time Mm. now. We're living a long active time. So there are two different phases of our life when it comes to partnering. There might, you know, people might have many, many partners, but there is seems to be two phases. There's seems to be the family phase where people who want families, and that's most people, they want to they want to do that. Um, but as a single person, again, maybe later in life, in your mid mid to you know late forties or early fifties. It becomes more complicated because you have more things to consider. For example, if you're blending families, you know, that's in itself uh, a tricky situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's also the spiritual side. You know, you're, you're at a different stage in life. You're at a, a, a generative stage of life. You might want to give back to your community. You might be, you know, very social and you want someone else to be part of that life. You've got things to protect in your life, not just relationships with your family and things that you want to protect, but also assets and a lifestyle. Yeah, I think if you want to talk about why certain people look at age as an important thing, I think that too, as you get older, some people, as I said, like the Macrons, they've got something going on there that actually defies every single social norm around relationships, haven't they? Mm. They've got something unique and and something that they share that they probably both know they just couldn't get anywhere else it doesn't matter what the age gap is and it's true too like you know sometimes men and women okay but I think we underestimate you know men's wounds from relationships right you know I find when I talk to men really that they I really do think people uh women Uh, underestimate their pain and their wounds and after a failed relationship and sometimes when you know maybe men may be I don't know criticized for wanting a younger woman maybe it's not so much about the age of the woman it's just that they want something that is not going to trigger their pain from their previous relationship So if I'm a 55-year-old man and I was previously married to a 50-year-old woman and we had this horrendous relationship and split and everything and the stress and the divorce and the trauma and all that kind of stuff, the next relationship I'm going to have, and maybe they don't even think of this consciously, they just look at someone who's differently, ethnically different, age different, intellectual difference, lifestyle difference, 
that woman they're going to be attracted to is going to be a woman who's not going to trigger any bad memories of the previous relationship. So maybe it's not about youth. It's about I just don't want to have the same. That. I yeah. just don't want to repeat that. And it's kind of like a triggering thing. Because I, I, I remember talking to a, a client who was shocked because her husband, very well-to-do surgeon husband, had just introduced his new fiance to his family and it was uh she was a woman from the philippines and she was absolutely shocked and sort of said to me oh look it's just such a cliche the younger woman and i said well you know it's actually just a woman who's very different from you i think you raise a really (laughs) a really valid point that they just don't as you say they just don't want to repeat what they had yeah, before, and maybe that's about women wanting younger men too. Like, you know, it's the same thing. I, I want someone in my bed. I want someone who smells different, who, you know, who, who's Who's just, hot and sexy and... Well, yeah, they're hot and sexy because in the last years of our marriage, he was not hot and sexy, mm. and I don't want that again. So in some ways, this desire for youth is maybe more of a desire for difference and it also might be a sign that people really aren't resolved about that situation that mm. happened, the the first marriage or whatever. It might be a sign that... Um, There's you more know, work to do oh, in maybe. letting it go. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think it's like a form of, you know, when something is cathartic, it's yeah, yeah. it's a therapeutic process that you go through? Yeah. It's... Is, is it like a... A rebirth, a renewal. For, for them. Yes. Um, look, I think that there's many different reasons why people pick the partners that they do, and um, there would be many different reasons why men say they prefer a younger woman as a choice. Personally, I think it's more about they just don't want to be triggered into being reminded of the pain that they had, so they're going to. Be with someone completely different there is you know i mean men have been accused of, of having the existential you know breakdown where they suddenly are confronted by the the that the, 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 they're going to die one day and they you know feel invigorated and almost immortal by the presence of, of, a, of a young woman being around them and, and making them feel virile this is another thing you know to be made to feel attractive and sexy again I mean often people in the first marriages they spend so long trying to uh, resolve the situation get out and start again that there, there was no sexual you know life in that marriage and you know people or, or, they, or they lived without it for so long for so long that's right and then you know they it's it's very I was just talking to someone actually a client I was texting them and I was saying to them there's a beautiful woman who I've mentioned to you before and uh, we didn't get you together because, you know, the COVID happened. Um, but she texted me the other day and she said, look, I'm I'm double vaxxed and I'm ready to go. And um, is John still around? And I texted him and he texted me back and he says, yeah, great, I'm double vaxxed too. I hope that's not the only reason why I'm sought after. <laughs> and I said... I said, oh, yeah, the elite stud because you're double vaxxed. And um, he rang me up straight away because I'm talking to him like this. Mm. You know, I'm saying to him the stud, you know, people 
are yearning, yearning to be made to feel virile and 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 beautiful and and validated and and validated and alive alive you know that's what people are looking for it's not about age it's not even about what you look like it's about being made to feel intensely alive again in life in life because the end of relationships can be just so heavy it can be like a like a bomb going off, you know. It leaves <laughs> devastation everywhere. <laughs> it's amazing anyone survives it, really. I tell you, and yeah. and I agree with you entirely. I mean, I have to draw an analogy into what I, a, an important aspect of our relationship, mm. uh, our working relationship, mm. and our friendship, and the way that we both approach the relationships we have with our clients is very much with playful humor. Mm. and mm-hmm. banter. Mm. And I think a lot of people forget that, you know, life it needs to be light mm. and fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. talking to John the way you were gets mm. him excited about an mm-hmm. opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that that's what you should be triggering, triggering in one another, mm. getting to that place where you make someone feel good mm. and make them feel excited to be around you and to hear from you mm. and that there's this banter, there's this little joke you've got going on. You mm. know, it puts a little mm. smile on mm. your face, mm-hmm. puts a pep in your step mm-hmm. and you get a little <laughs> ting on the phone and you go, ding, oh, who's that? Oh, you know, what's he saying now? Yeah. That's what people should be focusing on. Yeah. Not what goddamn age they are. Oh, yes, especially in the initial stages of dating. You know, you're not going to get a second date if someone just doesn't feel excited around you or, or good around you. That's right. Yeah, I mean, we always... Fun. It's got to be fun. We always say to people, you know, you're, I've been saying this a lot on the podcast, mm. that your mission on a first date mm. is for your date to walk away and think, wow, I had a great time. I want to see that person again. Mm, and mm, that's it. That's it. That's that's <laughs> Just create that magic, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So if you meet someone who's 10 years older than you, who's 10 years younger than you, makes you feel like that, makes you feel alive and excited, mm. that's a great start. There are other things, though, that you need to consider to determine whether or not you're going to have compatibility and longevity as a couple. And they're things I mentioned earlier, like the mental and emotional alignment, Mm. similar energy and vitality levels. And the last one is life stage. Where are you at in your life plan? Where Mm. are they at? Mm. Does it align? Mm. Or is it a complete mismatch? So, you know, for example, we have a, a, a particular client at the moment who is very eligible, intelligent and uh, very successful but he lives but he lives regionally mm. only, only about 2 hours from sydney mm. and uh, he's got a couple of um, teenage kids mm-hmm. and great guy awesome charismatic fun intelligent well traveled mm. successful he would like to meet someone who's in their early to mid 30s well that was his initial criteria exactly yeah. that was his initial criteria when he came to us and we had to highlight that that might not be the most successful age range for him because women in that age range are out socializing going to parties they don't want to live regionally mm. you know they're in bondi mm. they're in paddington mm. they're in surrey hills yeah, leading can... a very social life and so completely different life stage completely different life stage and if they're single and never married and no kids 
And so to ask her to take on an older partner who already has two teenage children, who doesn't then want any more children, she has to give up her own uh, chance of, of, of bearing children herself, you're really starting to reduce the options for yourself. Um, and it's it's not an easy fit, is it, mm. Lisa? It's not. However, you did persevere with him and you drilled down to find out what is it about that age group or that age that is so compelling to you? What mm. does it represent? I don't want to know just about the age. I want to know what it represents. And he broke that down for you. That's right. And then, lo and behold, there are women that embody exactly what this man's looking for, um, but they are not 30. They might be 45. They might be 40. It's what you said in the the beginning of this podcast, is that it's like as if they've met one person that's a certain age and it it blows out to represent the whole... Demographic. demographic it, it's it's sorry i don't mean to cut you off but it's like when you've had one bad meal you've had one bad <laughs> that's right. seafood dish and yeah. you go that's it yeah i'm, I'm not eating seafood, seafood again. again although bad seafood can put you off well that's true time. maybe maybe that wasn't the best example <laughs> <laughs> but it really upsets me when i hear that because i'm because we come across so many people in what we do amazing accomplished mm. interesting intelligent mm fascinating well traveled we could sit down and talk to any of our, any of our members for hours mm. and mm. we would thoroughly enjoy that mm. so when i hear someone want to limit their their options by making an age range so finite mm. i just want to say to them hey just mm. trust us mm. just mm. don't mm. go we'll with what... in- yeah we'll introduce you to the pers- to people that you want to be with introduced the qualities to. that you yes. think you're yeah. choosing age to define yeah. But we go beyond that because mm. we go, okay, we know that you want active, fun, loving, mm. learning and growing mm. and enjoying. Yeah, mm. being playful mm. and active. Mm. We know that you want all those qualities. Um, Sexually alive and vital. Yes, I agree. That is very important. Mm. But you see, again, they might associate age with their previous relationship of when course. it comes to sexuality. Like, oh, you know, I didn't have sex with my wife or my husband for the last five years of our relationship and therefore I don't want to meet someone that age. Because they're they're not as sexually active as I would like. (laughs) That's right. They're attributing attributing the disinterest in sex to an age rather than the actual person, you know, dysfunctional relationship that they had. Yeah, which, which is a real shame. The thing that I would like to offer people that are listening is just the reminder that wake up call to go it's really more about your life stage and where you're at and are you looking for someone who's at that same point that you're at so for example Mm. you have a woman who's 38 who is single and wanting to find someone to have a family with and she's on a dating app and her age range might be she might be looking for someone who's slightly younger let's say 33 to her own age Mm. I would say that that would be a big mistake to to focus only on a younger age group. Well, certainly if, if, if you're interested in meeting people in view to developing a, re- a long-term relationship, all you're going to get on the app is a, is a whole lot of young men who are interested in maybe a uh, fun relationship. 
Well, that's right. I mean, the 33-year-old, he's he's probably happy to travel for a few more years. Mm. He's happy to meet someone who's younger than him. Mm. He doesn't have to worry about being a father or having children for at least another decade mm. uh, or longer. So he's in a very different headspace to mm. someone who is 38 and really wanting to make it happen within the next year or two, really find someone, have a relationship, know that they're going to be around, know that that relationship is developing into something long-term, then try and have children. I mean, there's at least a year or two years planning in that mm. in that before mm. kids are even on the table. Mm. Uh, so, you know, she's wasting valuable time hunting in a pool of men that are 33 to 38 when they're not even in that headspace yet. There is also another point that we haven't mentioned yet, Mm. which is that men's maturity actually occurs later than women. It's scientifically proven that men reach maturity four to eight years later than women. Their brain development mm. doesn't align with women yeah, I mean, young, at the same yeah, pace. Young men do seem to be a lot younger than women their own age. I think it just even anecdotally, don't you think? In in terms of talking to them, mm, I do. We do believe that. We do support that theory. You know, mm. it, with our clients, we mm. encourage women to go five to eight years older mm-hmm. than than themselves mm-hmm. to allow for the fact that there is that mm. that disparity mm. in maturity levels mm. and brain development mm. between mm. men and women. Mm. And it's interesting though, even in the more mature people, that women do they do tend to be more interested, in my experience, in in men that are the same same age or older when they're thinking about a relationship, when they're thinking about a long term relationship. I think the Bridget and Emmanuel Macron situation is such a um, a very bizarre, extreme example to, example of you know of, of a taboo of that because I think women they like to feel secure in the relationship and I think socially uh, women may feel that if the man is younger that they're less secure in the relationship because how society values women's ageing. Would you say that? They're just, you know, the, the women as members, well, they're not interested in younger men, I don't think, do you? You're talking around like the mid-50 mark? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, very, they want someone who's close to their own age. They do want someone close to their own age, that's right. But we do have a lot of members, don't we, that really do get to a cut-off point. And it's, it's about what conjures up for them. When, when they think about that number. Yeah, well... It drives me crazy. I, the, the, I laughed my head off the first yeah. time I heard the expression. I might... I, I can't remember if I've got this right. I want. I don't want to be a nurse with a purse. Or I, I, I don't want to be a nurse. Something yeah. with nurse and purse. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse with the purse. <laughs> they don't want to be looking after someone. Yeah. You know, physically and financially. Well, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Because again... And fair enough. I wouldn't want to either. No, no. But I mean, what about quality over quantity? You know, are we after a relationship or are we after a convenient kind of situation? You know, you've got to remember it's, it's a relationship. It's not something that you choose a colour and a size and, you know, whether it fits into some other device that you have and then bring it into your home is it it's about getting some important parameters correct about what really is important and 
there are a few for everybody that are vitally important and the more the older you get the more exactitude you can put around those because you know yourself you know what you'll tolerate what you won't what you need to protect what you like doing what your beliefs are what your spiritual growth is going to be like in the next 20 years or so you know mm. where are we going this is an important part of, of life I mean the the long-term relationships I mean it's very different for the two stages of life though don't, yes, don't you think like, it is there's the marriage stage and the family stage and evolutionary wise we really weren't supposed to live a lot longer than than that and mm. now we are and you know we all still want to be loved and to feel alive and all all, all that um but yeah it is a i mean i i think people also don't realize that they're not exceptions to the rule when it comes to being fabulous at any age don't you find that mm, absolutely you know? oh the clients are all tell you i'm I, I don't look my age. No, I don't look my age. Well, and they are all, you know, it's true. But it's like you're not the only one who looks fabulous That's for their right. age. Everybody it, should be doing this. Mm, Everybody should just be mm, focused on their vitality, mm, their energy, mm, their exuberance, mm, their lust for life, mm, their childish innocence. Mm, I think that's the most mm, attractive thing in someone if they can just... Like us, you know, when we hang out and we we, <laughs> we have a drink and we just act like idiots. <laughs> Don't think we should yeah. put that in there. Um, no. I think it's mm. important to, to be playful and have mm. fun. Mm. Tap into your childish mm. innocence mm. and, you know, let your hair down mm. once in a while. Mm. Life doesn't have to be so serious and mm. measured. Hard criteria like age is kind of appropriate in some situations, like obviously having a family. Women need to do that when they need to. You know, they do. They have that situation. But so do men. This is another thing men don't realise, that there's more and more research coming out about the relationship between paternal age at birth of their child and schizophrenia, bipolar disorder. Young people need to be making choices about their family before the guy's 40 i can tell you that so if a 45 year old male is ready to have kids and he's then out dating women who are in their early 30s he's actually competing with other men who are in their late 30s early mm. 40s mm. and pricing himself out of the market i think it's also again when you give people you know the opportunity to choose they will choose in terms of describe what they want. Whereas if you don't give people that opportunity, um, they're more likely to discover someone by merely being in their proximity rather than putting out some kind of recipe for this person. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's like the cake. You can't take a piece out of the cake and think that, or anything in systems and things. You can't take out something and expect it's going to be the same. It, it, you know, you either connect with someone and you value them and you love them or you don't. You don't do it in pieces. Yes. Like, yes. You know, well, that's how we used to meet people when we were younger. You'd just be out at a party mm. or a bar or mm. anywhere and you start talking to someone mm. you don't ask their age you just <laughs> you just mm. have a conversation mm. Mm. and experience life and 
experience, like you said before, how you feel when you're talking to them, what that yeah. engagement is like, yeah. um, what humor you might share, yeah. you know, what, what eye contact might be shared. Mm. You know, there, there's no judgment or assessment on, 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 on a criteria level. Mm. It's just how you feel with them. Mm. And I know that we've joked in the past about, you know, um, introducing people without without telling their age, you know, just getting people together yes. and, and using that as an experimental well, technique to, you know, mis- demystify the conceptions that people have. What about our client who said to me, I don't want to know anything about him? Oh, yes. And they, they're now together. Yeah, brilliant. Love her. Don't want to know anything. She was confident that we'd already taken care of everything she needed. That's right. All the important things that she needed. That's we right. had made sure we had that they were all lined up. Yep. And, and so confident to uh, also invest in a weekend away as the first, first date, <laughs> which we were blown away by. But we thought, good honour. That's that's commitment. I mean, that is, you are really going to give this a real good yeah, go yeah and you know i did speak to her about it and i said well well this is a new this is a new approach but you know if you're willing to give it a go i'm willing to give it a go with the uh the experiment and she said look i trust you implicitly you know what i want i just don't want to know anything about him before i meet him and fabulous bang wow yeah fireworks and and they're still together so that's a very interesting experiment and maybe we should try that again to see if it can be repeated (laughs) well lisa we've thrown around quite a few ideas theories and tips today (laughs) we have is there anything you'd like to uh conclude with as a reminder for our listeners to take on board as they're going through their dating journey Um, I think when you meet someone, try not to think about how old they are or just focus and concentrate on on how you feel when you're in their presence. I think that's... Live in the moment. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. That's it. Love it. Well, I would just remind everyone to think of an alignment more along mental and emotional maturity, energy and vitality levels and compatible life stage. Mm, Wise words. If you'd like more information on how to choose the best age for your partner, check out our website at trudygilbert.com. That's Trudy with a Y. We actually have a course which is called the Ultimate Partner Program, and that's designed to help you prepare and choose the right partner for you and dramatically increase your chances of success in a relationship. Okay, so you can check that out. Um, Please subscribe to our channel. Share this podcast with your friends, anyone who's dating and who you think could benefit from our words of wisdom. Mm. Any friends that you have that you want to help them increase their their chances of success. If Broaden being, their net. Yes, if they're being too fussy. You can be fussy, but it has to be about relevant things. And we'll actually so. do another episode. We'll do a podcast on what you can be fussy on. Mm. Yes. Uh, another time. So... We'll be back next week with another juicy episode of How to Win the Dating Game.